Well, I wish I had a man, yo, to better understand You say I'm a handful, I'm in your head like can't do. I tell you what I can't do Be a better man than you, this handy made me ramble Caught and got no answer Wrote this fucking anthem, electric like it's amber Distress to my damsel but she said I'm canceled. I just got back in touch with her. Used to talk a lot. Used to down the ride. I can't do this hopping. What it is, what it do, what's popping? It's your boy Marquise QSAF. Hey, what's good with you, man? It's your boy Ready Rashawn. We in here. And it's your boy Easy. We back. And we are coming to you live from the foe. And that's all I'm going to say. If you don't know where it's at, then too bad, so sad. Tell you. But yeah, um, going to start this little podcast off real quick. We got a couple housekeeping. Um, we had um, our first raffle not too long ago, and we announced the winners for that. Who was it? It was uh, Kayla. Michaela. Michaela Hill. Michaela Hill. And what's yeah. the Instagram? Who is Kayla or something like that? Ooh, like K-Vibe or something like that. I'm not yeah, sure. Something like that. We're going to give Michaela Hill. Congratulations. She was one of the ones that did everything she needed to do in the raffle. We had four steps on that. (laughs) It it didn't mean for you to follow only one. Right. So you had to follow all four (laughs) to, you know, be considered for the The raffle drawing. For the raffle drawing. Right. So a lot of y'all did number one and number two. (laughs) We appreciate that. We're not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying we don't appreciate it. Yeah, but to be entered in the raffle. <laughs> you had to do all four. <laughs> but we appreciate the support forever. For oh, yeah. Everybody's a winner, honestly. Like, you know, we won. Y'all won. Y'all was able to interact with us a little bit. And Michaela won. Michaela won. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the first of many, so here we are. Nah, for real. But appreciate y'all for supporting our first raffle. It's going to be a lot more to come. Hopefully, some collaborations on the way. Um, hopefully, some um, items will be released. But, you know, that's going to be in due time, you know, nothing's uh-huh. rush. Um, what's, what's, what's on the menu for the day, boys? And what y'all boys up to? We want to go right, dive, dive right into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we, we, we got a lot to chew on today, so, you know. Look, y'all bear with us. <laughs> Look, but it's going to be a fun one. It's definitely going to be a fun one. Right, if I have to, well, let me go and disclaim this. If y'all ever go to Tennessee, do not go to Gatlinburg. Jeez. That is the most racist city I've ever been in in my whole entire life. What boys did Gatlinburg? They have a Trump store. First of all, a Trump store? A whole store dedicated to Donald Trump. I bet it's not even a pop-up. I bet it's been there since the entire prison. <laughs> I wanted to go in there, but, you know, uh, it just wasn't in the right place, right time. So I was like, yeah. you know what? What, what you going to do in there? I mean, I was, possibly if it came down to that. But, I mean, I was going to shop around, see, you know, what all they had in there. They had, from what I saw, they had, like, Trump bucket hats, Trump sunglasses, Trump flags. Yeah. Nah, nah, boss. So I ain't going in there. Can't do it. Tell you. But... I guess um, going to dive into what we need to dive into. Um, a lot of music dropped last night. Um, well, a lot of music been dropping over recently that we haven't talked about. Tusi dropped not too long ago. Did. Yeah, yeah. Number three album in the country, man. I, I, I'm not gonna cap. I listened to the album. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was straight. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna cap. I thought it was straight. I think that's. I think I feel like that's a solid. Yeah. Little, you know, seven and a half. Yeah, like seven and a half out of ten. I can see why some girls would give it an eight out of ten. I, I can see why. Yeah. But when I saw that it was like number three in the country, that I was like, <laughs> I really wasn't expecting. Like so for were, all genres, it was like or just like hip hop. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was just hip hop, but still for it. But like yeah, three still, like, that's like, I was. Yeah, this, is, this is not a debut, right? This is like his second album. I think it's second. No, I, I think this is his debut. What was I feel like this because no, he had that Sky Red beat on there from before, so I think it's the second. The one that had um, Truth Be Told and yeah, yeah, yeah but so. I feel like that was a mixtape though. Actually, oh, it might have been. That was a mixtape. Probably technically, but he had a platinum version too. Yeah, so it had to be an album. But I don't know. Well, but I don't know. But I mean, it was decent. If y'all haven't checked it out, y'all check it out. Um, He's from uh, Raleigh, I believe. I think he's originally from New York, but he Mm -hmm. like lives in Raleigh or something. He signed a little baby, not little baby. The baby's on record label, didn't he? Yeah, uh, South Coast Music Group, the same uh, label the baby signed to. But he said he didn't want to work with him yet because he said they want both of them to get something out of the collaboration, right? Yeah, uh, he said in the interviews about uh, basically like because uh, somebody asked him why haven't you had a the baby feature? Or yeah. Why haven't you been on a the baby song? And basically his response was, I wanted to make sense for both of us, mm-hmm. not just me. He said because if I get on a, if the baby get on a song with me, it's just gonna make sense for me. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna make sense for him. So he wants it to be in He wants to get something out of it. Basically. Right, basically. Right. So when I heard that, I was like, oh. Gotta respect it. Gotta respect it, honestly. Gotta respect it. So you, do you think him, Stunner, and the baby can put on for the Carolinas? Because 
I don't think we talked about Detroit um with Detroit too lately because you know Big Sean dropped that not too long ago. Yeah, I think it's his best album so far. Big, really? I think so. You think so? Really? It's probably not better than Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, yeah better than that. It's up there amongst his best albums. I was thinking, like, do you think Tootsie, um, the baby, Stunna, and even J. Cole can do something that Detroit 2 did with like the end of the song? Yeah, 42 Doug, Eminem, Cash Doll, like all the Detroit artists was on one song. Do you think the Carolina can do something like that? I, f- I feel like I, th- I feel like they can, but I feel uh I don't know. I mean, I think they can, but I, it just depends on, like, I feel like we got certain artists, well, from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like North Carolina could absolutely do it, but in terms of, like, both of us doing it. Probably I feel not. like North and South Carolina have two different cadences, especially yeah. the rap. It's, like, way different flows. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's possible. Like, yeah. they could do it. It just have to be, uh, it just have to be the right beat. I feel, like some, I feel like some South Carolina artists need to, like, develop their sound a little bit more, too. Because mm-hmm. we have a South Carolina, um, uh, Black Zach, uh, PG Raw, G Watts, Vino, Vino. Well, Vino dropped something too um, recently, yeah. didn't he? Absolutely, yeah, that bitch. Tricky. You hey, if you ain't listening to Pablo, man, go give it a go give it a listen. Go give it a couple spins. Just go give it a couple spins, just because he's from South Carolina. Bro, Winsboro, Fairfield County. Isn't it? Even if you, even if you don't like the music, just listen to it because he's from South Carolina. It's not even bad. Even if he wanna, that's, 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 that's not your genre. You know what I'm saying? But like, he's South Carolina native, so like he's why, South Carolina. We have to support. Why not support him? That's what I'm saying. I'm spending people from Atlanta. I need to spare people from South Carolina. That's how I look at it. Exactly. Right. Then um, Lil Dirt said that um, he said something. He was like, uh, if they post my music, they'll call him a groupie. They ain't even meet Lil Baby. They'll post his music. <laughs> that, what they, that what he said, man. Hey, it boils down to like who you really supporting and what do you think support is? Because a lot of y'all say I'm supporting, but y'all not really supporting. Right. You really just gotta just put on for where you from. That's what you from. Just right. The guy, for. um, Vino's creative director or co-creative director, um, Kai. Cha, the, oh, you talking Chi? Chi, yeah. Then he said he said something not too long ago. He was like, "We're the generation of South Carolina that's gonna make the next generation proud to be from South Carolina." Oh, I did see that. No yeah. cap. How y'all feel about that? It's a fact. It's really a dust to put on. It's a fact. So you think all the ways on us to put on for South Carolina? Because I feel like it's already been in development before we started developing. No, absolutely. It's, it's our goal to continue. You know what I'm saying? It's like the torch has passed. I feel like our generation has been like tasked with responsibility to make it like, because, like, you know, generation for us, they got us to where we're at now. Yeah. So where are we going to go from here? There's no need to be stagnant. You know what I'm saying? We don't get no growth or anything out of that. I, I, I think that people from South Carolina have always been putting on, but it's a lot of people a lot of big name artists or a lot of big name celebrities that are from South Carolina that you just didn't know that were from South Carolina mm-hmm. that you should know. Even athletes. And stuff. Right. I think like what he was saying was like, because if you think about it, when I was little, I didn't know certain people from South Carolina. I didn't know Kevin Garnett was from South Carolina. Like I Chris Middleton. Yeah, I didn't, know they, I didn't know they were from South Carolina. I didn't yeah. know, you see what I'm saying? I didn't know Joe Frazier was from South Carolina. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like what he was saying is true, but we just got to really just be South Carolina. Like, if that's where you from, now, if you from somewhere else, then that's cool. Yeah. But, I'm born and raised in this state. You see what I'm saying? So, the state is all I know. Mm-hmm. So, so, do you feel like, do you agree with a comment that, I know some people made this comment that the best thing to do for South Carolina is to get out of South Carolina. I think it's important to get out of South Carolina so you know what you're bringing back into it. I feel like you gotta, like, know like how you can get South Carolina better, in a sense. I feel like if you're just surrounded by what you already know, that's just comfort. You know what I'm saying? So, you won't know how to like be great you know LeBron James had to leave and go to Miami and be in that uncomfortable situation in order for him to get to the greatness level that he's at now and I feel like it's important for you to see other things uh-huh. so like you do need to get out of South Carolina you don't have to stay out but you need you definitely need to have exposure to the world well, I say some people want to leave South Carolina just because they say they want to leave South Carolina like I hate South Carolina I want to leave here like but it's usually people like that that always come back though Sheesh. But a lot of people don't admit that they're from South Carolina until they make it, though. Right. You know what That's I mean? the problem. Like Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Allen. Where's Ray Allen from? Maryland or something like that? I think something. Like, I don't know where he's from. I think he's from South Carolina. <laughs> I know he ain't from Connecticut. Like you be saying. That jump blew me. Ray Allen's not from Connecticut, bro. Where? He went to high school in South Carolina. Literally. Man, we claim why being Corday, but he's not really from South Carolina though, or the Carolina. We, we trying to grab as much as we can right now. He so. name dropped Florence in the interview. I'm sorry. <laughs> at that point, his brother with the Wilson. At that point, you just put it all in my hands. At that point. Fair. Fair. You name dropped the city, then obviously you come. Come at on. At this point, you wanted me to. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, it is what it is. But it's crazy. Like he came to little old Florence, though. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
I feel like I feel like that's like a like in the stars type thing. And I feel like this is like that just goes and proves that this is our moment to capitalize. You know what I'm saying? Like people are coming across the city. And you know what I'm saying? We're born and raised in the city. Well, raised in the city. Mm-hmm. Like it's up to us to really capitalize on it. Right. But I, when I think of Florence, though, I want people to stop thinking of Florence is just a pit stop to the beach. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. I mean, a lot that's, of good. That's that's what people think it is. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Do I agree with that? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what's coming up Florence with the pit stop? You can go to the beach if you want to. Bruh, but I feel like it just like became levels to it. Like, when I was in Lake City, no, when I was in Hemingway, Lake City was a spot. When I was Sheesh. in Lake City, Florence was a spot. Right. Got the Florence, Columbia was a spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I feel like there's always going to be talent in wherever you're at. You just got to find the talent. It's the bigger it. city. Like, it's whatever the bigger, the next bigger city or town is. That's what you, like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's probably how we look at it. Or well, a lot of people look at it. Okay. I agree with that. But... Along with other artists, um, Moneybag Yo and Black Youngster dropped something too. Cold Red. That tape is hard. hard. Surprisingly, I didn't know it was gonna be that good. I think y'all played me that song with Black Youngster was on, on that tape. Same. Truth be told, <laughs> my TT. Hey, <laughs> if you have a TT in your life, listen to that song and make you appreciate her a lot more. Bro, yeah. it's, it's just really been some good music. Oh, bro, uh, we dropped that uh, Broken Records with a uh, Bryson Tiller, and then all of a sudden, this deluxe. You see that now? Listen, I'm gonna go and disclaim this now. Them boys didn't want to drop that. <laughs> to be honest with you. Now, I'm not trying to, you know, be fake or anything like that, but I'm Listen, just saying. I just, look, me being selfish, I wanted to be on that episode. <laughs> I, I wasn't able to be on that episode. I understand that. You see what I'm saying? That was a very important album in my life. I, it, it, it brought me through some very Okay, since we didn't get a chance to ask you on the Broken Records, <laughs> how much did it mean to you? Where was you at when Trap Soul dropped? I was in the city, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, was here. I mean, physically, emotionally. Senior, I was senior high school, dropped 2015. Senior year high school, tough. You feel me? Uh, what a time to be alive! I had a little, you know, I had a little, you know. Don't speak on that. Don't speak on that. You know, but that situation didn't you know, go the way it was supposed to go. So, you know, I needed a little, you know, encouragement. And Pen Griffey was the one that gave it to me. Pen Griffey. So, you know, what's your favorite songs on the album? If you had to say, oh my god, my favorite songs. Then you got uh, Don't Exchange. Of course. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Let them know. Let them know. You can play Let them know anytime. Bro, that intro in the Let them know probably like You can play the Let them know anytime, bro. Anytime. No matter. Did you listen to the Deluxe yet? Uh, I listened to a little bit last night, but you know, last night was uh, some some other foolishness going on. So. <laughs> it definitely was. Look, I just, I just want to disclaim this. Listen. Wait, 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 wait. Before you disclaim this, we're going to go into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just, I just asking. I thought we was still talking about Bryson Tiller, but we could. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, I mean, what's up, yo? What's up, yo? Go and go and give him this disclaimer. Look, listen, listen. <laughs> we we didn't even want to listen to the album. But what album are you referring to? Okay, listen. <laughs> just in case, this is not promo. No, just for anybody. Just I'm just putting that out. This is not promo. Uh, if nobody knows. Mr. Daystar dropped uh, a project last night. 17 tracks. Uh, most people do not agree with it. Uh, and he's basically talking about the Megan Thee Stallion situation and the shooting, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, being someone that has been a fan of Tory Lanez in the past, mm-hmm. um, I, don't, I, I think disappointment is probably... <laughs> Like I, I just don't understand what he was thinking. I really, I really don't. I really don't think this is the prime example of not reading the room. Am I? Yeah. Like I just like the time and everything. Cause you know you have the whole Breonna Taylor situation, and then she just got recognized as being like one of the top most influential people of the year. Like this, is how you want to address what's been going on through a seventeen track album. <laughs> T- and then the promo for it at that, it, like the way he dropped, it, he said like twelve, no nine p.m. his time or whatever. Like I'm going, and I'm gonna tell my story, you know, something like that. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'm going live. You know, right. Quarantine radio was a hit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Break the streaming record. Why not? Let's That's what Meg did. So I thought he was gonna do the same. Let's see what you guys say. Okay, I can take maybe a song. I don't want that. Okay. I thought it was just gonna be a song. Honestly, you dropped a whole project. A whole project. Oh, an hour worth of project. A project. So this. So basically, what you're saying is. This whole time you've been silent. <laughs> you, you were working on a, a album, nigga. Right. And it's not an apology album. It's not that. an apology. He it's, didn't even issue an apology. He just said I was drunk. He said, this is my side. Listen, Sorry, we don't care about your side. First of all, 
we didn't even we wasn't gonna even say anything about it. You said we ain't posted nothing on the page. We ain't we ain't we haven't done anything with Tory Lane. We really wanted to not have a hand in this. But I want to say this to everybody. If anybody's upset that we're talking about this, I want you to blame it on the people that are listening because <laughs> a bunch of y'all have asked. I can't wait for y'all to talk about this on the podcast. Bro, I literally are y'all gonna up. talk about this on the podcast? I literally woke up. No good morning text. No nothing. No hey how you doing. I can't wait for y'all to talk about that Tory and Meg situation. You the streets need that. I'm like, bro, are the streets safe right now? Like, I don't think it's something that we... Who are we to talk about this situation? Like, we're not no experts in the, who was on the crime scene. Listen, at the end of the day, it was wrongdoing. Right. At, regardless of what happened, Tory Lanez is... Mr. Daystar Peterson is in the wrong. Jeez. Absolutely. Not Mr. Peterson. He's in the wrong, bro. Yeah. Like, it don't matter. It don't matter how drunk you was. You got to be able to handle your liquor. Why are you letting it blam? If this supposed to be your shorty, if this supposed to be your homie, your friend, whoever she is, why are you... Bringing out your fire? Why are you up and at, at the function? Right. And why are you bringing that around women? Like, you have to bring a gun around women. Like, you can't handle this in, like, no other way except for bringing your gun out. Right. And like, I, like, like Rashawn said, and... I speak for everybody. Well, I'm speaking for me. I'm not able to, but absolutely, I don't support anything that Tory Lanez did. Like I feel like absolutely the execution was wrong. The way he went about it afterwards was wrong, mm-hmm. and I just think that he doesn't have his heart in the right place. Like I, don't, I feel like I feel like he does, he's not truly sorry for the situation. For what I got from the album, when I listened to it, because y'all made me listen to it. <laughs> All right, your phone <laughs> not y'all, but you know the viewers. Oh, okay, okay. I just think that he's not really sorry for it happening. I think he's more so saying that I forgive you for framing me for this. What I got pissed off was that, like, he wants to be a movement for cancel culture. That's what that whole outro part, like, that's what he was basically saying. I was just like, Tori. Because you said that I'm black, my mama's black, my baby mama's black. I love black women. Yeah. Like, Tori, where's your apology at? I'm going to say, first of all, Tori, if you don't know that, a lot of people that abuse black women are black. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you know that or not. Malcolm X said that black women are the most disrespected, most neglected. They are. So the and last married. Last married. I just first like some stuff. Some stuff you ain't got to put out. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like he did a good job with not having this side out. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like there was t- there was enough space for him to be able to fix whatever he had to do in house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is some shit. He should have just went to Megan directly and like maybe he did, maybe he didn't. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Kylie didn't invite me. None of us were there. No, nobody. I feel like we also got it like. This was a function. They all were drunk. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, we definitely got to take that into account. Like, like people were saying, it's a, it's a lot of stuff, like, we just don't really know. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff that Meg probably isn't saying. There's a lot of stuff Tori isn't saying. At the end of the day, this is it's not... The- this is not the right way to do it. Right. It's the no. principle of it, honestly. Like, like yeah. if, if this if this was such a good friend of yours, such a good homie, dropping a, a album is just not the... That's just not the way to do it. But honestly, it was mainly a diss album, honestly, because he talked about Kylie Jenner. He talked about J.R. Smith. Kalani. Oh, my God. Like, I just... And this is not me validating anything that's been going on. We're just giving you the information and the facts. That's all I'm doing. I'm just giving you what he told us if y'all don't want to send us stream the music because you have the right not to do so. But I'm going to put it out there since y'all made me well, listen to it. Like I, like I said last... On the last, I feel like I said this on the last podcast. Some people can't... Uh, they can't take the, the fame or they can't take the the notoriety or the pressure that comes with that. Yeah. Like he if you look if you look at this bro, they, they could do a documentary on Daystar Peterson. Mm-hmm. Like for cause his 2020, he was at the top. He went from straight top to rock. He was at the top bro, during quarantine during radio. a quarantine. Right. During a pandemic that nobody knew what was going on. He was at the top. And now you at the bottom. The bottom of the bottom. You see what I'm saying? Like it just it just wasn't the right way to do it, go about it, and I just and then definitely saying that uh, he called out JoJo and um, Kalani saying that y'all want to take me off y'all albums, but I'm the one that got y'all the most views. Like Tory, regardless if that is true or not, that, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> that has nothing to do with nothing. That might be true, but who cares? Like, that's not nothing to say. And then he was like, I think he said one line where he was upset, like y'all got my numbers and y'all didn't hit me. I'm like, Tori, you like you are not making yourself in a position to be available to be heard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you have an issue, no apology. Like, what are you doing? This is where he went wrong at. He talked to T.I. That's where he went wrong at. Trouble, <laughs> man. I think T.I. had a hand in him dropping this album. Oh my god. But you know what you know what I think it was? I think T.I. said, Hey, you have to, you know. He said, tell your truth. Yeah, tell your truth. But he didn't say drop an album. He said, Tell your truth. And Tori's like, bit. I'm already doing that, bro. They say Rick Ross went and bought him a car too. Bro, who a car? Rick Ross bought Tori a car. For what? 
because of this, or he just bought him a car? I don't know what the correlation is, but I know Tory just got a car from Rick Ross. I don't think there's no correlation. All right. At the end of the day, the consensus is... Terrible execution. Even terrible preparation. I don't even know what to say about Tory right now. Let's just go to the next topic, because that was... I don't know. Like... I understand you. It's just like it, you, I don't know what like. What, now, how dumb can you? Be? What was his PR team thinking? Like when he was like, "Hey, I'm about to drop an album." Tory don't have no PR team. Tory, this was an individual effort. Yeah, this was. Yeah, that, that. But like we always, but like we just said, we're not picking any side. We support Megan and all her accomplishments and her her uh, continued accomplishments. Black women at that. Black women in general at that. But Tory, you just. I don't know if you can come back from this. I, I don't know. And I'm gonna say I hope you do better, but I don't know if there's opportunity for you to do better. Look, I'm going to tell you like my grandma said, I pray for you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's all I can do for right now. That's all I can I do. can't listen to you right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be what it's going to be. But speaking on the same, uh, not the same topic, but like going to a different topic about the whole, um, like I mentioned earlier, Brown and Taylor situation. Um, I think it was, what, this past Thursday or, no, yeah, Thursday was yesterday. Wednesday, I think they came with a verdict that um, her murderers were acquitted. And I say murderers because they did murder her in her own house. Um, they got acquitted for the charges of murder, and they, one of the officers only got charged when they count of in, it's right. endangerment. Yeah. And what is that exactly? That's like endangering other people, right? Uh, basically, they didn't even. Brianna Taylor wasn't even a victim in this situation. Like, yeah, it was the, na- the, the neighbor's walls had mm-hmm. got more justice than Brianna Taylor did. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I think we always have said that the criminal justice system is crooked, blah blah blah. But her boyfriend that was laying in bed with her, yeah. that they tried to make it seem like he killed her. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make it seem like he was, they were trying to lock him up for shooting back at the police officers. But if somebody invades your home you what I'm unannounced, your first reaction is probably Grandpa Tooley. No, and his bond was higher than the police officers that killed her. Like, and is that not crazy? Didn't they try to turn, like, make him turn against the case? They offered him a plea deal. They offered him a plea deal for murder, but then charged the cops for murder. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, like, I think, like, really think about that. Like, honestly, think about that. It's just, it's just disappointing, honestly. And I, like, I remember maybe a month and a half, maybe two months ago, where, like, black women were just, like, I think there was a side, I, and it, this was my wrong fault for not understanding and like reading the room in itself. But speak it, speak your brother. And, and I admit my fault, but it's just like I thought it was this was around the time with George Floyd, Amanda Aubrey, all this stuff was just coming together. Breonna Taylor as well. And I was I said something dumb on the lines of like, um, like we all should come together, like Black Lives, all Black Lives Matter, or something like that. But mm-hmm. just seeing this, like justice in itself, there was no justice here. Right. Like, and to see that, like, because I had faith, okay, like, maybe this will actually play out. They already charged the officers. You know, this is the first time this has really happened in a major event like this. They have momentum to do the right thing. And to see the way it's laid out, it was just like, wow, like, the black women I love and, like, I appreciate and cherish on a day-to-day basis, like, to see, like, the, the way this is executed and stuff like that. Like, one, I was embarrassed from my comments that I said earlier. Uh-huh. And two, it just, like, it just made me appreciate it. Like, I read, like, this morning I called my mom. I just told her I love her and stuff like that. Like, my sister, like, it just makes you, like, value the black lives that you have and like when i see black women across the street i just have a whole different respect for them because now that i know what the pressure they're facing with like right. like where's the justice at you know what i'm saying like george floyd you know he got all that national attention because he was a black man but our black women are out here suffering and it's not Definitely fair suffering, bro. i just think that is there any coming back from this because i think the same i think they did like a history of flashback where emmett till's murderers got acquitted mm-hmm. same, same day, day. Yeah. same day so History repeats itself, unfortunately. So, like, do you think there's any coming back from this at all for America? Is there any hope at all? That was mm. Not unless they have a retrial. How does that they, work? So they they try it on basically the actions. No, they they don't try this at case. They try like if the way they got to that conclusion was like actual law and stuff like that. Because so, it was a grand jury that decided it, right? Right. So what's it, what's it called, Sean? Where you? Uh, it's like the second trial. It's um. But I can't remember right now. <laughs> but that's, that's, okay. that's, that's okay. basically they would have to. Ch- they're going to challenge the law that came to that conclusion of the decision, basically. Right. And so, depending on that, will determine if like it goes any further. And ultimately, it could like depending on how much back and forth it gets, it could go all the way up to the Supreme Court. Ultimately, but that takes years that's, and years. Yeah, that took a long time. And then like, we'll, and then so it's not a Supreme Court case right now. Not at the moment. And I feel like and since we just brought Supreme case, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, unfortunately, she passed away. That's a while ago. 2020 tickets. Too many people, bro. Rest in peace. And who was she exactly? She was just 
she was just a revolutionary, honestly. Like, the Supreme Court justice was originally founded with people that were, like, for the white people, you know what I'm saying? And then when you get more representation upon it, like, someone like her, like, I believe she was there with, like, uh, Roe vs. Wade and stuff like that. Like, you see people, like, trying to represent the liberties that every person should have and stuff like that. And so she's always been an advocate for that, you know what I'm saying? You got your left wing or right wing, the Supreme Court justice, you know, and she always happened to find that happy balance between everybody. And I just feel like... You know, with the way the nation is going and stuff like that, and the way Trump's talking about how he's going to appoint his own and stuff like that, it's it's just really sad to see, like, more heroes are being lost and stuff like that. So, And I just want to say I apologize for not voting in the past. I duly, deeply apologize for not voting in the past. <laughs> I know how important it is to vote. We have idiots like Trump in office right now. Absolutely. Where he literally said that we virtually are immune to the virus at this point. Right after two hundred thousand deaths have been confirmed in the United States for this pandemic, Donald Trump agreed. Bro, we was watching CNN yesterday, and he was. I think they were asking him like, if he loses the election, when he gets up his power. He says no, because the election will be rigged. <laughs> he said, "I won't accept it if we lose." <laughs> I'm like what? He said, he said yeah. the mail-in ballots. You know, they're phony. You know, I don't think we should. He said them. the Democrats are trying to ruin the election. I was like, what? <laughs> why are you? Why do you think everybody's against you? And if you lose. Why do you think it's rigged? You don't think you can just genuinely lose an election? Trump was able to buy his way into anything, so he always won in that sense. But this is supposed to be an election of the free people, a free election. And I don't think he'll be able to handle it. And honestly, the way things are looking, because there are some people out here that don't, you know, realize the value of voting, like how you just express and stuff like that. Like I get you may have your reasonings not to want to do that because you feel like the Democrats might be forcing the black vote and stuff like that. But Look at what Trump's done. Look what his leadership has done domestically and internationally. Bro, the nation's in complete turmoil, bro. You see Louisville? Bro, it's, it's only getting started. That's what I'm saying. And speaking of Louisville, do you know the they found a the guy that supposedly shot two of the officers mm. at the riot? Yeah. And he got charged in more counts. I don't know the correct terminology, but basically he got the worst punishment than the actual murders of Brown City. I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised at that. You're not at surprised? No, no, no. I don't, bro, I don't have no faith in our justice system. Like that is that is a fact. I don't have no faith. Like it's up to us and people that are coming up now to 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 get in those roles because we just got we just got too many old people stuck in their ways and tried to try to force an America that's that's the past. Yeah, that is still trying to live it to this day. That's really all it is, bro. Yeah, I think I saw something that was like, you can't expect the country that was built to oppress you to protect you. Yeah, you can't. This country wasn't built for us. Yeah. The justice system was built to enslave us, but a different way. So with the verdict of Breonna Taylor coming out, you know, like, do you feel like at this point, like, we need to just have a whole new constitution? We need to change laws, like, everything, like, we really need to start over? As far as like the legal, process. I don't know about the constitution. I, I just know about okay. The I'm sorry, not the, not the constitution. The, criminal, like, the criminal justice system needs to be revamped. Mm-hmm. It needs to be changed because it just it just doesn't work. It's it's it has separate rules for for separate people. It's rules for me and you, and it's rules for my white, white friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just different. It, it is like no matter what nobody says, like you can't list the facts of this case. Yeah. And explain it to anybody, mm-hmm. and they justify why she, none of the officers were charged with killing her. Right, like she wasn't even mentioned as a victim in the whole case. Like in the case, like is that not crazy? Like, and let's be real, like they didn't, they didn't even arrest the cops for a minute. Remember? Yeah, that took forever. Like, that and, took forever. And I was thinking about the other day. We were praying for an arrest, but not a conviction. You know what I'm saying? And like, why are we like we're only advocating for these small steps? You know what I'm saying? But as a as a citizen of the United States, you would hope that you would get that full due process. You know why? Because we don't we don't see the full process. That's why we mm-hmm. hoping for the arrest. Cause we didn't. Cause some of us didn't even think the arrest was gonna be possible. Which is crazy. And it's like we're it's like we're just reaching for the small steps. And why so, are we reaching for stuff that we know should happen? Like why are we begging for them to do the right thing? You know what I mean? That's why I said we're in in dire need for criminal justice reform. Like it's. This country needs a lot of reform, but criminal justice has to be like gun control and criminal justice. The criminal justice system got to be like top two. It has to be. It has to be. I just don't understand how. 
I mean, and, you know, I, like, you know, Sharon's a resident expert. He's a police officer and stuff like that. But I just feel like as a police officer, you have a certain power. It's like an understood power. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, you see a police officer behind you. You know what I'm saying? You might slow down a little bit. You might make sure that you I might, get nervous. You know, yeah, like, I had a police officer following me up here before I uh, came and uh, got you, Sean. He, like, he turned around to you. You know, I was just like, okay, let me make sure. Seatbelt on. Check. You know what I'm saying? Speed. <laughs> speed. Check. speed. Check. You know what I'm saying? Uh, registration. Already bought it. You, you know? black. Check. Like, it's like, I got to go through this whole. That's to have right there. Can't uncheck that <laughs> I'm telling you, you can't check that. It's like that whole process you gotta go just to make sure you're straight. And he's like, okay, yeah, I know I'm black. Okay, let me make sure I'm Did calm. you start recording when he did to you? No, I was I didn't record. I was gonna wait till he flashed his lights and then I was gonna probably call one of y'all boys or something like that just so y'all can be on the phone or something. But it's just we gotta go through all that preparation mm-hmm. for something that we don't even know is gonna happen. It's just that that that, that natural fear in us right. for some reason. Like we think we're doing something wrong automatically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw that video of that um black boy that was playing basketball. And the police officer came by, like he was patrolling the neighborhood, and he hid. he hid behind his car so the black officer couldn't see. Him. Well, the officer couldn't see him. That's what they were living in, bro. We're scared of the police. It's twenty twenty. You know what I'm saying? They keep praying like for change and stuff like that, but you know, like you said, Sean, I think it just really takes some reform, honestly. It's just and reform. Bro. What, it takes that who was that? Uh, the black guy. I don't know if he was representing uh, Breonna Taylor or um, the Attorney General for um, Louis. So he's a prosecutor. Okay, and he said he was trying to seek justice against the officers and stuff. Are you talking Ben Crump? Whoever he is, I don't like him. And he a member of Five well, Beta Sigma. Are we talking about the Attorney General? I think that's who he is. Yes, yeah, he's he, he's a member of Five Beta Sigma yeah. Incorporated. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave that right there. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I just think that in general that I just don't see no hope for this, honestly, because we asked for justice, we didn't receive it, and now the world's gonna continue to go on like nothing happened. So what do we? So okay, so what do we do now? You know what I'm saying? I feel like the riots got a lot of attention. So do we continue to riot? Right. You see that we riot, right? They was already prepared for the riot, so they knew what they were doing and they prepared for it. And now they just went on to like having loading up on tear gas, being able to you know get all these armed forces out there. It, it, it honestly just... So they knew what they were doing. They was preparing for it. It just takes... It's just going to take us. Like I said, it's going to take the this generation to really come up and really... We, we got to... It's just reform. We just got to change all this stuff. We got to get all these old people that have been in office since 1962 we gotta get these people out it's, it's, it's honestly about time and it's not no, like it's time for and that. they're not all doing a bad job but the world is changing yeah, so if you like, haven't prepared your mind to change and be able to adapt to situations at hand you're not gonna be able to really, you can't represent me you can't right. lead me you know what I'm saying I feel like a leader has to also be willing to follow you know what I'm saying if you're not willing to follow the way the generation is moving then it's time for you to step aside I never understood how people that don't know nothing about my struggle are supposed to represent me I don't you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing as like having a police officer patrol a neighborhood that he's never been in. That don't understand it. That don't yeah. understand it. Like you're not gonna know any reason or why things are happening or why people feel the way they feel or why they react because you do certain things. Right. Because you don't understand them. You know what I'm saying? Can't police community you don't understand. So y'all agree with the whole defund the police thing? Because I've been hearing multiple stories about what defund the police is. Because my first interpretation of it was taking money away from the police officers or the police departments. Yeah. But I'm learning now that is putting money into like different resources and different outlets that can use the money that we're putting into police force. Because right now the police force is not working. Uh, yeah, that's basically. I basically. feel like I feel like more so procedures and penalties for not following procedures like should be changed. I don't know if that necessarily ties into funding or not, but I just feel like there needs to be stricter repercussions for what you do as a police officer when you're in the wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like killing a life that's innocent and then the evidence is based upon that you actually committed that crime. There needs to be a severe charge there because you're taking, like, the job itself is a serious position. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. not everybody can be a police officer. And if you are one, you're expected to have a higher, like, understanding of the law. In a sense, and, like, you really should be in law school so you can have a higher understanding of the law. First of all, first of all, it's, that's why I keep saying reform. Yeah. It's too easy to become a police officer in the United States. The wrong people become police it's officers. It's too easy. In other countries, it takes two to three years to become a police officer. Some, people, to some people even serve in the two military. Two to three years. Mm-hmm. And here you can become a police officer in six months. <laughs> right out of high school. 18-year-old can become a police officer. Them ROTC kids, now they police officers. Somewhere. <laughs> I ain't no fault with them boys. So. Sheesh. But yeah, just well, in general. I the RTC kids. So I, I definitely, I'm about to say, you gotta, you gotta. But you know the people that took RTC way too serious. Like, they put on their, you know, uniform every other day and they was always kissing the commander's ass and shit. I ain't gonna say no name, but you know you are. You know you are. And I hope you listen. And I hope you do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. At this point. But just in just in general, like I think we already talked about, you know, like what we feel like should be the change, but 
I'm also at a loss for it because, you know, you have Kanye running for president right now. He's going to hit a little tirade and whatnot. And I don't think I'm looking back on my past support and my past decisions to support Kanye. Where did your support come from? What, what was that feeling on? Bro, I just feel like I follow Kanye. That's really what it is. I just follow Kanye as the artist. Yeah. And I just felt like having the lesser two evils, he won't be that bad compared to Trump. I was looking at compared to like. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely, I absolutely see what you're saying. I love Kanye artistry. Right, I love. I feel him. like he's a creative genius. He's he's definitely creative, but I think it's Kanye just doesn't fit to run the country. He Kanye doesn't fit to run his household. <laughs> so let alone he's not going to be fit to run the country. You see what I'm saying? Like Kanye just he he. I mean, of course he said he has a, a mental health disorder. Or he has bipolar, bipolar disorder. So if if that's, that's what, your automatic question, if that's what he really has, then. Let's be serious. Like he has legit, like problems. But our running counterpart Joe Biden supposedly has dementia. So listen, <laughs> listen, listen. If we stacking up Joe Biden versus Kanye, versus, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Joe Biden. Honestly, like I understand what we're saying, but first of all, Kanye's got he's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Right. Like I feel like if we if Kanye became pre- become president, he gonna be doing just like Donald Trump, tweeting everything that he want to talk. Like what? Like first of all, like what is he tweeting about? Like he just be tweeting about he be tweeting okay like a hundred tweets a day. As a one time, what was it? He had like forty three tweets in one hour. Tweets 40, in one, one hour. I was like, what is going on? Kanye wants to do a lot of things, and I think his heart is in the complete right place. Like I don't argue or disagree with his intentions at all. He just has terrible execution. Yeah, he's definitely a fighter for liberty, but liberty has a process in itself, and you can't like skip that just because your name is Kanye. Yeah, Kanye wants things to do like change over the next day. He talks nah, about it, or the it, minute it, he talks about it. It don't work like that. But so, do y'all feel like? So, what do y'all think about this whole uh, Kanye Twitter tirade, like all his posts and stuff like that? Because as of recently, he's been kind of jumping across topics. I don't think he's like talking about being president no more as of recently. But recently, he's been talking about the whole label versus artists, um, music industry, like corruption, like basically how these labels are taking advantage of artists. They've been doing that for years. They've been doing that for since music, the music business has been the music business. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I absolutely see what he's saying. There's, there's so many big name artists, your favorite rappers that don't even own their music. Right. And that's what Kanye's saying. Right, like that. When you actually think about that, that's crazy. Like they make so much money. Of course, they get some money too, but they making so much money for these labels. Yeah. So much money for these people that don't that you don't even see. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even own the music. Mm-hmm. That's like, all right, let me go get me a great artist. I own your music now. I own your music. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little cut. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make sure you take care of. You're right. But that's not your music. Oh, by the way, and keep making more music though. Right. Keep making more music, <laughs> and it's not your music. It's my music. <laughs> 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 like, that's essentially what they're saying. So, like, I understand what Kanye's saying. But they're giving them the means to do what they want to do, though. Like, they give them this extravagant life. Not extravagant, but, like, the no, lifestyle. No, they do. They pay for the studio time. They pay for them to do those extravagant things, like you're saying, though. But I feel like... I, 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 like, it's just hard because you sign up for that. You know what I'm saying? You want to get put on. You know what I'm saying? This label gets... You get their attention, and they sign you. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the deal. But I feel like... You know, I feel like it's just like a rookie contract when you go into the NBA. I'm not saying it's right, whatever, but like you gotta play your years out. You know what I'm saying? If they want to give you an extension, they give you an extension, and then after that, you gotta decide what to do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Some people fall into the trap just getting back into the label because it's comfortable. You know, we had so much success so far and stuff like that. But you really just, at some point, you have to be an individual thinker. And I feel like artists now, just because of the way like times are evolving, like you see Drake is doing his own thing, like Kendrick. Well, I'm not gonna say Kendrick, but you know, TDE. They're usually more of a collective group. You know what I'm saying? Even though Punch and Sid have same going on but you see where they're at now but like i just feel like artists now are in that mindset that they can have their own you know what i'm saying and you really if you know the right people you really you know what i'm saying you don't necessarily need the label it's just if like you're trying to get in the right spots that's how i feel about it but do you do you not think these artists need direction and what they're trying to do because if you just let somebody do whatever they want to do with no restrictions and no boundaries I'm, I'm not gonna say they're gonna fuck up, but they're more liable to fuck up if they have no laws okay, or like true. no rules. All you, I feel like for that kind of situation, you need you need a good attorney. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the label provides you the best attorney in the world, but you need someone that's on your that's side. That's your job probably to get an attorney. Exactly. So you need you need you need your circle. You know what I'm saying? You need your homies. You know what I'm saying? Your homies got you that far. They got you in the limelight. You know what I'm saying? Trust them until you find like maybe some higher advisees or something like that. You know what I'm saying? They're mentors out here. You just got to get in the right circles. Right. I feel like. 
I honestly feel like maybe taking that label away might be a shortcut just because you know what the label is going to put you on to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were talking about Tusi earlier, and he signed with the Baby's label, you know? Like, I applaud him for not trying to, like, do an instant collab with the Baby, whatever. He's trying to really make his own and stand out. Right. And so I feel like for an artist not to take that kind of cop out is, is important because you're trying to have your own. And I feel like eventually it comes to a point where you don't need labels. You know I mean, saying? Chance is still independent, and uh, Tory Lanez is independent. Yeah. No. <laughs> He'll be independent for a long time. He'll be independent for the rest of the time. Till infinity. Look, I hope he like it. He'll be independent for a minute. I promise you. But even Kanye, like, you don't think there's a little bit of hypocrisy in what he's trying to do? Because he has some masters from good music. Well, he just said he was going to listen to them boys. Yeah, but he ain't released it yet. He ain't released it yet. He's trying to play a game universe. He said, listen, I did it. Y'all can do it. But he didn't do it yet. He said, I'm going to. He didn't say, I did it. He said, I'm going to give yeah. 50% of the masters of a good music artist. Saying you're going to is essentially nothing. But it's almost like, is Kanye doing this because he want his masters? Yes. That's, <laughs> That's the only reason why he's absolutely. doing it. That's the only reason why he's doing it. Because if he had a good heart, he would have did it a long time ago. <laughs> he should have been there. <laughs> but I think Big Sean tweeted, he was like, this means so much to me. And I'm like, Kanye wasn't, what? I already gave y'all your masters. You know, <laughs> you know, he wasn't. <laughs> and they probably didn't even care. <laughs> They're like, yeah, got me. I, I don't know. I feel like if I was signing to Kanye within the last four years, I'd be extremely concerned. You know, as a like an artist, and like where the direction of the label's going. Mm-hmm. You know, as he used to put out good music tapes and stuff like that. I remember that was such a good time. But good music, these these labels do a great job in like promoting their artists. Like like you said earlier with SZA and um Punch. Yeah. Like I feel like when you think of the female counterpart or the female artist for TD is SZA. Yeah, we think of the female counterpart for um, Dreamville is Ari. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they do a good job of you know bringing these artists up and like bringing them to the limelight. But as far as like them getting what they deserve or what they work for, that's what I don't agree with. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I don't know the higher plan that these record label CEOs have. But Punk really said that. I mean, I'm gonna remember all y'all when it's signing day. So he's basically saying that. Everything comes with time. And a lot of people are addressing SZA about why she's not releasing, but no one's talking to Punch, who's like, I guess, the mastermind of my knowledge. Yeah, I think so, he might be president or something like that. Yeah, he's definitely president. So my thing is, like, there's a lot of things we don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's every situation. That's every situation. Like, we can say that Punch is not releasing SZA music, but is SZA music ready to be released right now? Like, we gotta ask the, We gotta ask the important questions. I feel like that expectation was really strong because Kendrick dropped down. Honestly, and I feel like that might be damn and um to a butterfly. I feel like those are some perfect albums. Honestly. But nobody forgot about Scissor though. Like people still talk about Scissor. Exactly, and so because of how good Control was, you can't drop no mediocre shit. You can't drop no shit that's on the same level. Bro, wasn't there a rumor that she said you're gonna drop a sophomore album called Alt? I was like, bro, come on. <laughs> and that, that was. Uh, Should have did that. Should have got corny. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> so how do y'all feel about the whole like? Um, Kanye like tweeting about all this stuff. Like, do you think he, he was tweeting about Drake too, man? He was tweeting about Drake. Telling Drake to call him. Drake keeps telling Drake. Drake is not about to call him. I wouldn't call him. <laughs> yeah. I definitely wouldn't call him. Especially all shit. And then I don't even. I definitely wouldn't call him. Shit is still sus between that Pusha T and Kanye's interference with all that. Tea. He must be able to listen to Laugh Not Cry Later. <laughs> if you talking about call me. You know, Kanye, you don't listen yeah, to that. Uh, right. There was a lot of subliminal diss in that song, but I won't call it this song. Bro, I just want to say this. <laughs> say it. We have to give Drake credit when it's due. Like, you have to. Drake can make a song, and he can be talking about stuff that you don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> and you think he's just talking about random shit, like that closable, baby? Like that, you clo- that, that closable gap line? I didn't know how like significant it really was. I, bro, he was dissing Kanye in that whole song. You the know, whole song. Laugh now, cry later. It was a. So, you, do you think it's a diss song? I don't think it's a I diss think, song. I, think, I, think I just like, think it's a song that he just. Throw some shots at people. That's Drake. That's what Drake always does. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, we can't really go. We can't really name that many Drake diss songs. Right. But in all of his music, he's. I mean, we got go, Dopey Freestyle, back to back, back to back. Yeah. Of course, charged up. Of charged course, up. like we got songs like that. But that was just like one instance. You, how many people have Drake had like, like beef run-ins with a beef with whatever? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like, I feel like he just throws shots and songs a, a lot. He just does that, but. If you listen to Laugh Now Cry Later, mm-hmm. it's absolutely a diss. A, it's, he's dissing Kanye. Laugh Now Cry Later. Kanye got bipolar. Well, wow. He was on that thing crying. <laughs> you know, he was on that crying, tweaking. He was definitely crying. But he was peeing on his Grammy Award, too. That's what I'm saying. They're like, bro, 
if you listen to what he's saying in that song, bro. Y'all do sound bipolar when you think of the title. That's it sounds like a split. Laugh now, cry later. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. I guess you know now. But he Kanye recently said that him, Jay Z, J Cole, and Kirsten need to all come up, come up with a record label. And I bet, us. I bet they haven't talked. Damn, they're but, not about to have no communication. Bro, he really was. We took a trip. Now we're on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Like, bro, didn't he have a song called Ghost, ghost Town? And you remember on sicko mode? We crept down the block to go, bro. That song he was talking about going to Kanye's house. In that song, sicko mode. Hold on. But you think Drake really would do some shit like that? Or are you just talking like? I'm just saying that's what I'm just saying that's what he's saying in the music. Yeah. No, no, I feel And I don't look. I don't know if y'all know the second verse where he was like, when she when they tell the story, that's not how it went. No, they be lying hundred percent. That on that verse where he was talking about, he was talking about a young lady that was pillow talking, and he was like, now she came back and said she she didn't mean it. He's talking about push the tease. Yeah. The 40 situation. Yeah, exactly. If, yeah, if yeah. Y'all, okay, if y'all don't know the situation, this is what Pusha T said. I don't know that. I don't know if this is what Drake said. This is what Pusha T said. Pusha T, because Drake thinks that Kanye told Pusha T about his kid. Mm-hmm. That's how Pusha T like had the diss. But Pusha T came out in the interview. If y'all y'all can watch the interview, I think it's a I think it's a Joe Buddy interview. Mm-hmm. But he said in the interview that he found out through a young lady that 40 was was dealing, dealing with. with. Yeah, right, right. And the young lady that 40 was dealing with was friends with Push's old lady. That's how you found out. So basically, 40's old lady told Push's old lady who told Pusha. Precisely. But then brought that shit down the time. That's what he's saying in the song. Like, if you honestly listen to it, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Bruh, I'm telling you. I watched the... Uh, I watched the Rap Genius uh, interview too, and he was saying like people was trying to figure out why he had Lil Durk on the song. Yeah, what city's Lil Durk from? Charette. What city's Kanye West from? Charette. But I feel like I feel like two people getting this: Kanye, of course, and also Six Nine. No, Six Durk. Six Durk definitely came Six Nine, but I feel like that's some Six Lil Durk been doing that for a minute now against Six Nine. Like this ain't the only song. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, six nine man, he been tweaking. Yeah, he went to, went to O Block and all kind of stuff. So, really so Lil Durk honestly got he, he he can't talk about him. Yeah, but I guess look, I mean, but I'm not saying the whole song is about Kanye, mm-hmm. but he's definitely throwing some jabs at him. I'm, absolutely. You thought that situation will be resolved? I'm sorry, will it ever be resolved? I don't think. I don't think so. I, I, think, I mean, it, possibly. I don't think Kanye's in a real position to talk about what's going on. I think he just wants stuff done and he knows he needs to have people to get it done with him. You know what I mean? So I don't think he really wants any resolution with the beast. I think he just wants it to get to what he really wants to happen. Like, he has a bigger picture in mind. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like at one point Kanye was like, had power. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it was around the time where he dropped My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. the song, my fact, one, no one mentioned that about his power. And I feel like Kanye was really on top of that. And to see where he's at now, like, it honestly feels like Kanye is like just relevant just because of his name only, not because of what right. he's doing. It's just really sad to see. I mean, Kanye. I mean, Kim said that she's thinking about divor- divorcing Kanye. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say the Kardashians are always in the right, but I feel like Kim has put up with a lot, especially behind closed but doors. But this is not a time where you need to leave your husband. What they said about the sickness and the health. That's what I say. He's definitely sick right now. What he saying the song? He said, "Hold, on, let me pull up the lyrics, bro, so I can so I can actually." You don't feel like that should be justified? Because he, in the, it's the partly when he's talking about Kim. But I feel like, while you're looking at that, I just feel like that anything dealing with the Kardashians is going to go left. Kylie Jenner makes Tory, this situation, OJ Simpson, Reggie Bush. I feel what you're saying. Lamar Odom. Come on. No, chill out. See, that, that's not... Why are the Kardashians always in the situation where something like this happens? Like, it's not a coincidence. I know they had the crib going crazy down bad. What they had didn't last. You think you're talking about Kanye and Kim? Absolutely. Who else would he be talking about? They had the crib going crazy down bad. <laughs> Bruh, if he's not, then... I mean, come on. That's a good guess. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I can give you that. Well, 
That was a lot to chew on just now, but I'm really trying to take all this in because I really didn't understand the whole ghost town part until you said nothing. No, that, that shit really blew my mind. I'm telling you. How long have you been harping on that? Because you ain't said nothing. Look, 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 look. <laughs> no, look, put a podcast aside, bro. Like, you really wasn't going to share that information. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I wasn't going to share it with y'all, but it just, I just had to make sure. Okay. But Kanye absolutely has a song called Ghost <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, bro. Okay. Well, I, don't think, I don't think Drake was on the agenda, to be honest. I think we just, this shit just naturally flowed that way, did Because we were talking about uh, Kanye tweets. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, I feel like we got all the porn stuff out of the way. Um, <laughs> what is what has been going on in the world? Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Uh, I think... Um, Bro, didn't um, the quarterback for, uh, well, let's talk about Simstar Mall Sports. How do y'all feel about Bronny James smoking marijuana? All right, you got to uh, you gotta be careful how you move. I feel like that's what it is. I don't feel like there's a problem with it, but. That's really, that's what all it's about. Yeah, yeah, no. You just got to know how to move the right way. Yeah, I know how to move. You're LeBron huh. James' son. At the end of the day, the internet. You cloud since birth. The, inter- the internet, bro, first of all, the internet is corny. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's been corny for a long there's a lot time. of there's a lot of people on the internet that just. So do you think? So you saying Bronny's corny? No, no, no. I don't think. I think his action of doing that just wasn't a smart decision. Right. Like it just. So you don't, you don't disagree with him smoking weed? You disagree with him posting that? No, I absolutely can't agree with that. <laughs> okay, so good for you, but. A lot of people saying that, oh, LeBron's gonna leave the bubble to whoop Bronny's ass, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say the internet is corny. Like, what do y'all like? What? I w- honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like I'm not saying this was going on, but like Bron m- might have known. Let's say he might have known. Whatever. I think LeBron definitely. Knows. I feel like he might have known he was smoking weed, but I feel like he, I feel like LeBron moves in a way where he would tell Bronny, okay, you can't do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? But he gives him liberty within his parameters within the house to do what he wants to do. And I feel like him doing that really showed where his maturity is at, which is like, like going to 10th grade. He's 16. He's going to 16. Like, yeah. like let's be real. He's you live That's what 16 year olds do. Yeah, yeah. he's you 16. Live and learn. Like, and he is California where it's legal at? Like, come, come on. on. Come on. Right. That's like, that's like bringing a kid to the water park and saying, you can't swim here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but honestly, I think that, like you said, I feel like him posting it was wrong, but I'm not going to tell my kid not to smoke weed. Because honestly, if he feels comfortable enough to post it on social media, there's no way that I don't know about it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, he smoked weed other times and just post on social media. Right. That, just, that wasn't his first time. Like, exactly. Like, right. I think I saw someone on Twitter like scouts have seen LeBron. Uh, have seen Bronny smoke a weed and they're impressed that he wasn't able to cough. But he didn't cough at the exam. What? Bruh, that joke was so funny. Bruh. And bro, then he posted, "We about to smoke that Nuggets pack tonight." Yeah, that's what he said. He was definitely watching the game. Right, he was definitely in tune with the game. But along with um Bronny, we have uh, Dwayne Wade's son, Zaire Wade, who he's leaving, right? Who? Uh, he, they're not playing together no more, right? No, I don't think they are because they was playing for some canyon. But he was a senior. Yeah, he was. He, a it was Sierra Canyon. Yeah. Sierra Canyon. But he's a senior, so I, I don't think he really had a lot of offers either. But like, I think he he has the ability, like worth ethic wise, to make it. But it's really gonna come down to skill for him. Cause he, I don't feel like he's like a freak athlete or anything like that. Like he's kind of undersized for a guard, mm-hmm. not the same stature as, as a dad. So it's really up to how bad he wanted to be honest. But I was more so talking about his recent entanglements with his uh, old lady. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not advocating for infidelities or you know, anything <laughs> of that nature. But if we're going to, if, if our kids are going to do it, we need to teach them how to do it the right way. Yeah, I, I, I falls back on Dwayne and Gabriel. I think it does. I feel like Dwayne Wade is not a good father figure right now. <laughs> what do you mean? Cool, you. I, just, I just don't think that he... Now, for his other son that, you know, came out as being gay, I feel like he's a great example for him. But I feel like Dwayne Wade is not advocating as much as he should be for, like, everything that's going on in the household, why in my that? opinion. Why is that? What's the reason? I just I feel like, like he doesn't have control of it. I feel like a lot of attention was put on that child. And I feel like Zaire might have been, like, kind of lost in limelight, especially Sierra Canyon. Like, Bronny really kind of was, like, the highlight. And I yeah. think... Uh, Zaire wasn't even playing like that, to be honest. He wasn't. He wasn't getting no PC. So I could see, like, the attention... He was playing, right? As a, was as a matter of fact, Dwayne and Gabrielle, they were on that most influential list with uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. So, and I feel like that really kind of honed in from them and the way they treated their child, you know, they came out. as a. So, I can see Zaire kind of getting lost in the sauce a little bit. But he's young. He'll learn from it. You know, we all have gotten caught up in the past. So He'll be all right. He'll yeah. be all right. He's yeah. young. How old is he? 16, maybe? Ron Brown age? Nah, he's he's a, he's a senior. So, whatever they age is, 17, 18. He'll learn from it. So, he'll... 
I ain't worried about it. Hey, like, son, you gotta be more careful. We gotta tread lightly. You gotta be more careful. That's all. Speaking of uh, infidelity, we got uh, the uh, a, a pending divorce of Cardi B and of Offset. What's your boys think about that? Apparently, like I like I always say, I don't pick sides when it comes to celebrity couple. I really don't give a shit, honestly. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Either. I don't care about what. It's goes all on. fake. It's all for TV. You feel like it's fake? Absolutely. <laughs> like I, I, you don't I, think it's fake, Eric? I mean, I feel like it could be some it. realness in it, but well, I just feel like it's like being, especially being somewhere y'all y'all came from certain places. You see what I'm saying? And then you finally make it, and then you automatically just date somebody that is that same status. Yeah, you. like I just you don't think it's real genuine, right? Yeah, I, I'm, they might actually like genuinely like each other. They have a whole baby. Or genuinely have love for each other. I'm not saying that they don't love each other. I'm just saying like. I just think that they be feeling some like I think they feel like a pressure to low key like get with somebody on that level. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I definitely agree with that. But like I said, they have a whole baby together, so there's definitely some love there. You're not gonna have a baby with someone that you don't love. Absolutely. But with the whole situation, like I said, I've been finding more information the more I be dabbling along Twitter and like you know running across the. But apparently, she didn't divorce him because of infidelity. Apparently, oh, for real? she divorced him because they basically couldn't agree on anything. Is what they're saying. That's what Cardi said. And I'm pretty sure that's a lot. Of so they grew apart or something like that, right? Yeah, they grew apart and they just weren't seen eye to eye. Like she said, Have you ever lived in a household with somebody you never could agree with? Mm-hmm. What, what are you not agreeing about? <laughs> I guess the whole WAP song, she mentioned WAP too, that Offset saw it as an embarrassment. And <laughs> Bro, I saw that, but I thought I was fake. <laughs> no, I thought that was true. <laughs> she said that he said that. You know what I mean? He, I don't, he, it didn't come from him, but she right. said that was one of the reasons that they divorced that. She was, he was basically bashing her over her song "Wop," which did pretty well. Well, if you look back at the Migos career and where it's trending now, do you feel like maybe there might be some like jealousy or spite in that, in that statement? For the song did well, like you can't deny it didn't do well. Yeah, but it's like the Migos as a collective, and even him as an individual, like as an artist, they're not really having that same success. Like, I feel like Cardi's more so on top of the game, where Migos are kind of like trending in the wrong direction. Like I saw something where um they just dropped a song called Birkin. They performed at the iHeart uh, Music Festival or something like that. Right. Apparently nobody was fucking with it. So it's just like Migos should break up. Nobody was fucking with it. The crowd was not reacting to Apparently, it. Apparently um, <laughs> Migos I got pissed off at uh DJ Academics because he said that they <laughs> he said that they were uh, they lost it or something and then they was like that's all we need. Quavo tweeted Academics and I think Academics was talking something about uh his girlfriend Sweetie, his shorty. Yeah. And Quavo tweeted him saying, Hey bro, like pull up to the crowd, I just want to talk to you. You know, you just can't be saying something on Twitter and not talk to me as a man or something like that. He's like, I promise I'm not gonna put my hands on you. <laughs> if a nigga tell you that, he's definitely gonna put his hands Absolutely. on you. He's no, he gonna talk to you first. But after that <laughs> But I just think that with that with that whole divorce situation, I just I was just wanna stop hearing about it because it's not genuine like me and Rashawn were saying and it's just for sure. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Terry, what how you feel about it? Um, I don't know. Celebrity couples, like y'all, like you said, are weird. Um, I don't know. I didn't really see that lasting too long either. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of out of blue to begin with, anyway. So, but I mean, if she don't care too much about it, I don't see no reason why I should either. Though. Mm-hmm. So, no cap. I have one quick question for y'all boys. I think I saw something on Twitter the other day. We had like Young Thug and uh Meg Thee Stallion in the studio together. I don't yeah. know if they were working on music, but they was in the same studio together. Yeah. And I tweeted and said that these might be the two most influential artists in our generation right now. I did see that. Like, I didn't. Meg Thee Stallion and Young Thug. Yeah. I don't know about Meg, but I think Young Thug definitely. I feel like Meg has influenced a lot of. People, but I look at Young Thug and like the artist he's influenced as well, and I feel like there might be another female. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. If it was a female, it was a woman, Young Thug, Mm -hmm. who would it be? If not Meg Thee Stallion, I think I see. I saw what you said, Mm -hmm. and at first I was like, "Uh," but I think an influence, I think an impact. What would you say? Right. I feel that Meg Thee Stallion has had a great impact and influence on females like huge impact huge input on, on females just just by like being on a hot girl summer hot girl shit all that all that, that i just, feel, I just yeah. feel like she's like she has a uh, like a huge impact mm. I, th- I think young thug his impact is influencing other artists and in music and artistry but there was a i feel like Megan the stallion was... is just influencing people she, she of course she's an artist but it's going 
by far past the music. But I feel like there was a time where Young Thug was in that same position as well. When Young Thug was first coming up, when he was like idolizing Lil Wayne, he was basically doing everything like him. I feel like Young Thug was in that same position as me. I don't know if he was idolizing him, but I, I, people thought Young Thug was weird back then, though. Yeah. He was supposed to be Wayne's replace, replacement, man. No, Southwest, but Southwest niggas, no. I'll never forget. Demir's Robin kept telling me how hard Young Thug was. And I was just like, bro, like, he sound weird. Like, but like, to see. It was that whole mumble rap stuff that he was doing. Yeah, but like, to see where it's taking off now, like, mumble, like, mumble rap stuff is kind of like here to stay. But you got to think about it. Bar 6 was supposed to be Carter, mm-hmm. like a Carter tape. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, it did pretty well, but I don't think Young Thug wanted to be in that position to just be. Little Wayne's uh, successor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he did more just to himself by being Young Thug instead of being Little Wayne's replacement. I feel like it was a good homage tape, though. I feel, like, I feel like that's what I view it as more than like it's like a successor type ordeal. I feel like he definitely I, wanted to give his due diligence to Wayne with that. I don't think it was that, bro. Because I think Birdman, because you know, it was the whole beef with Birdman and Little Wayne saying that Birdman was doing Little Wayne dirty and stuff like that. And then the part of Six Drop. Yeah. I feel like Birdman used that more as like, Nigga, I don't need you. Like, I got other artists that can do what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Little that Young Thug. disrespectful, honestly. That's what I'm saying. I think Young Thug had intentions for it, but I think Birdman, that whole collaboration team that released the project, mm-hmm. I don't think they had the same intention that Young Thug had for it, in my opinion. But speaking on, like, the whole influence thing, if you didn't say Major Stallion was, I feel like you have to definitely put Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. I would think I would say Nicki Minaj. Okay. But, but my only knock against that is that she's not actively in the game. I mean, she just dropped a song with Young, I mean, not Young, but ASAP Ferry called Hill. I'm picking Megan Stallion over Nicki Minaj. You are? Absolutely. Right, right now? Absolutely. Right now, currently, yeah. Right now, currently? Absolutely. Like, before, this one, but... Megan, and Megan Thee Stallion is a better rapper than Nicki Minaj. She can rap better than Nicki Minaj. That she is can a rap fact. better, yeah. That is a fact. If anybody disagree with that, you don't know me. <laughs> she literally can rap better than Nicki Minaj. But who makes a better song, though? Nicki, oh, absolutely. Nicki Minaj has the hits. Yeah. I'm not saying she don't have the hits now. I'm right. not saying that. I'm just saying the straight rapping Meg ability. Have, Meg doesn't have a real catalog. Bars. That's what I'm talking about. Bars. Straight bars. That's what I'm talking about. Not saying Nicki don't have no bars. I'm not saying she don't have no bars. Right. But Meg, she can rap. And Meg is influencing a whole movement and lifestyle. Meg can outwrap a lot of these niggas out here. See, I, no think I, I think I viewed the question wrong. I think I viewed it as like who's more influential in the generation. But if we're talking about right now, I think those two do deserve to be up there. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you're right. That was like, I got quiet just now when I said Meg. No, I was getting no. Bro, I had to think about that shit. I was like, there was like, and then you said niggas don't know music. I was like, okay, let me make sure I word this correctly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying Nicki Minaj can't rap. Just, just before anybody say that, I'm not right. saying that. Yeah, but Meg, bro, Meg can rap. She got bars. Meg can rap. She can rap. She been rapping for a minute. Uh, she can rap. She rap. still hasn't dropped an actual album yet. Think right. about that. If you listen, to, bro, Meg can rap, bro. Like for real. I don't know. They both can't sing those, so I mean yeah. I think that's what some of all agree on. Sheesh. <laughs> what Meg singing on one of those songs though? She was I think she sang on the uh little six or nine song EP she dropped called Sugar. But oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think that did too well, honestly. <laughs> but, you got don't you got uh, some 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 tips to give to the people real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little um Oh, Let me go on uh dabble down into this. There's really no reason for us as a generation we are with all this technology, all this cash reward system, all this reward points and stuff like that for us to be spending full price for anything. These boys know me. I run for QSAP budget. If you don't know what the QSAP budget is, that's spending the least amount of money whenever you can, anywhere, any place. <laughs> there was um a situation where uh we had uh, just left a high school uh, football game not too long ago. Well, not, not too long ago, but like back in high school. And them boys want to go get something to eat. But I already ate <laughs> at the football game. You already ate and had food. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll go out there. I said, we can go to Buffalo Wild Wings if y'all boys want to. But just know I don't plan on eating when we get there. Yeah. Unless I'm eating the food I already have with my in my possession. I think I had like a half-eaten hot dog or a slice of pizza or something like that. I think it was a slice of pizza. Okay. Yeah, that shit was slapping too. And we went there to the establishment, Buffalo Wild Wings, to be in particular. And them boys ordered their food. I ordered my water, because water's free. And I asked the lady, the, our server at the time, I can't remember her name, God bless her soul. She's a black woman at that, so she I really thought, thought it was in your face. Listen, I'm just going to finish the story. So I asked the young lady, I said, listen, I have some food I brought into this establishment. <laughs> 
I know y'all have technology or devices that can heat up this set food because it's cold now, like 30 minutes after the game. Like, you know, it gets cold. And I don't want to eat any cold food. So, yeah. would you mind taking my food to the back so it can be heated so I can enjoy it and, you know, eat with my friends? Absolutely. Not eat the same thing, but, you know, eat with them. Long story short, she told me no. <laughs> She definitely said no. She definitely said no. So I say all that to say that I still left there the same way I came in, happy and money in my pocket. So if y'all don't know anything about money saving telephone, drop some right now. Um, if y'all have Cash App, Cash App um, allows you to save money at certain establishments, whether it be Walmart, Food Lion, Popeyes, Zaxby's. It changes weekly. So. Boost. Boost. The Cash App Boost is the best way to go. So before you spend money on any food or go anywhere to spend money, look at your Cash App card and look and see what boost you got that week. Because I promise you're going to save a lot of money. I always get excited when I see that I save $3 this week on Cash App. So I already put them boys on. And boys be hitting me up, asking me, hey, uh, Q, what's, uh, what food this time you got today? I'm like, shit, I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> Sure enough, you'd be there. Um, so yeah, cash out on um, boost. Use that whenever you have. If you don't have a cash out card, you cannot use the boost. So you have to get the cash out card. You gotta get the cash out card. <laughs> you gotta do all the steps. And it's uh, full circle. Do all the steps and don't do all the steps for this. And when we and when you ask us why you didn't win the raffle, you didn't do all the steps for that. Like you gotta be consistent. So um, do you gotta, that. You gotta start somewhere. Uh, it's free for shipping, so you don't have to pay for it to get shipped to your house. Just write your signature on it and whatnot, and it's it's free. It's like a debit card. It's like your own personal debit card. I heard they changed it too. Like, for real? It make it looks different now. Oh, I did see that shit. It's like green or something. Well, all right, hard. Yeah. I'm still using mine. <laughs> Me too. Still got mine. Mine works. <laughs> as long as it works. Yeah, I get a little. Um. Also, there's an app called the Get Upside app. And basically, um, y'all know y'all do y'all traveling um, from y'all destinations A to B, as frequent as y'all do. Um, it's basically the app that saves you money on gas. Uh, wherever you go, there's certain gas stations that will give you cash back on the gas stations you go to. So you just can't go to any gas station. Like you can't just go to the Sheets or QT that's in your neighborhood. You have to look at the app and see what gas stations are allowing you to get cash back on it. And sometimes it'll be um, like you can get 15 cent back on each gallon that you purchase or anything of that nature but it all adds up so imagine getting money back for however often you get gas that's basically what it is so who doesn't love free money and the app allows you to redeem that money at i feel like you can go to i think you can go to amc you can go to longhorn you know take the shorty out to wherever she wants to go for Shit, longhorn. You get paypal you can drop it right there paypal so, you, you also get a check in the mail like they'll mail you oh, for yeah okay. at bottom you said you can get a check in the mail sheesh so go, out, <laughs> go and get that because I know y'all like, you know, you sure you love to eat. You know, I know you love to eat. So go and get that app, you know. I'll go ahead and get it. Where there's really no need to spend money or save or pay full price for anything. That's pretty much all I'm saying. So those are my money uh, saving tips for, you know, this podcast. Don't say I didn't put y'all boys on. And if I did, I just want y'all to acknowledge me. Um, but it's your boy, Marquise QSAF, signing out. It was a good conversation. Y'all boys I ain't going to love. It definitely was a good conversation, man. Hey, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, go check that out, man. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. We had fun doing it. Uh, this your boy, Ray Rashawn. Y'all boys be easy. It's your boy, Easy. Y'all fellas really hit it on the head, you know what I'm saying? It make you really... I feel like the consensus of this is like, where your heart at? You know what I'm saying? Whether it be with your intentions, with your money, or with your shorty. You know what I'm saying? Where your heart at? <laughs> be genuine in everything you do. Honestly. But, uh, the darkness may last for a night. Joy will come in the morning. It's your boy Easy. Peace. <laughs>